engineers were saying, all right, hey guys, today we have a former standout in NFL having played right here in Hotlanta, USA. He's been an active activist in his community, creating and working with several nonprofits and foundations most recently, which we'll talk about today, Betty's Hope, named after his mother. Please welcome the one and only Mr. Warwick Dunn to the show. Brother Dunn, hey, thanks a lot, man, for being part of this, this show. Man, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, you know what? We've got a couple of tie-ins. I was also in Tallahassee while you were there. Of course, I went to Florida A&M. You went to FSU. And my ex-wife worked with you or was working with you, Alicia Alexander Lane, on on your recent uh, venture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she's she's very knowledgeable. Uh, Betty's Hope, she worked with uh, starting that program and just putting everything together. I relied on her a lot. From, yeah. Because of her knowledge and uh, she's she's really helped me, you know, launch that program and get it off the ground. Man, a small world. Well, Mr. Dunn, um, you have several entities you've created or been involved with, like Homes for the Holiday, Work Done Charities, Athletes for Hope, and I believe in 2012 you launched Betty's Hope, of course, named after your mother. Right. My question to you, sir, is where does this compassion for others come from? Well, uh, I would say the compassion is more, uh, you know, from my mom, uh, her experiences, the way she lived her life that I remember. And when I lost my mom, I think the city of Baton Rouge really stepped up and, and showed me what it means to give back and to care about other people. So it's easy when a whole community comes out and support you you want to go out and help other people. So I have to definitely credit uh, the city of Baton Rouge. And uh, I tell you, this project you've got now really speaks to me because I'm a big advocate of kids and helping them. And the death of your mother and you becoming the head of the household has been well chronicled uh, at an early age. Creating Betty's Hope must have been really special for you, as you just said. It's named after your mom. It really meant something. What is the foundation's mission? Well, our mission is to uh, help empower uh, individuals. Um, we have a program that's Homes for Holidays where we assist single parents with becoming, first, becoming first-time homeowners and giving a down payment but also putting food, furniture, linens, garden tools, et cetera, et cetera, in the home. We've been doing that for 15, going on 16 years now. We've been able to affect 123 single parents' lives in the southeast, wow. and now we're actually expanding nationally to hopefully all NFL cities in the future. And the new program, Betty's Hope, is where we're empowering kids who have may have lost a loved one, has someone incarcerated, lost a dog, Hurricane Katrina victims, just anyone that has had some trauma uh, in their lives. We want to be able to give them the type of tools that they can use to manage their grief. And we have, this is a mobile uh, grief support unit that we have in Baton Rouge. We're going around the city of Baton Rouge and doing group support sessions for kids. You know, you bring up Hurricane Katrina, and uh, I know you are a, a Louisiana boy. Um, out of sight, out of mind, it hasn't been in the national media is, is anymore as much as it was back then, but how have things come along? I, I know there's still work to be done. Is that not true? Well, it's all it's going to be work 
uh, to be done for a long time. I think uh, right. when you have a, a, a tragedy or, or a disaster of that magnitude, uh, people are going to need support. And the support is not going to be overnight. It's, it's long-term support. A lot of people's lives changed dramatically. A lot of people lost their lives, but lives changed dramatically. So I think that is a process that it's going to take years and years and years, and I don't know if they will ever fully recover because a lot of those people don't even live in New Orleans anymore. So I think right. when you when you take that type of devastation and just think about the magnitude, it's just ramifications that from generation to generation is going to affect, and and that is a part of the American history now that you've had a a, a great community that was um, devastated by a hurricane. And the whole country has come to support. And, I mean, I think that's a great story. Well, and all the things you've been able to do to help so many people, I know you have a remarkable team of individuals to help you accomplish that. I want to give you just a moment to maybe give some kudos to and talk a little bit about what they've meant to uh, all of your programs, especially Betty's Hope, and getting them up and running. Well, you know, for for years, you know, I've had several uh, executive directors that helped me build the organization uh, to the point that it is today. And right now, the people that we have that are working tirelessly, uh, that are putting, you know, just pushing me, in a sense, to the edge, uh, Amanda, who's our community um, and marketing coordinator, uh, Cassie, She's the Homes for Holidays coordinator. Uh, Lucianne, who's in the office, she runs the. She's my administrative assistant, so she handles my day to day. And in um, Baton Rouge, we have Avis and Leonard. Those guys are Avis is the program director, and Leonard is the program coordinator for Betty's Hope. And we have Tim, who's the mobile unit driver. So those individuals help uh, steer us in the right direction. Their hard work and dedication, I'm thankful for them. And I have a, a, a lot of board members that also. Um, give a lot of time, energy, and effort into making sure that we're on point with, you know, fundraising and, and all those things and just making sure the program, the organization is stable. So I'm just truly blessed to have all those individuals in my life that have uh, really helped push me to the brink of just trying to be the best that I can be day in and day out. And with all the things you've done and all the things you look to do, there's still help and need of people to join in and assist you on this journey. How can we, listening to you now, whether it be live or podcast, join in, pull up our sleeves, and assist you in the work that you're doing? Well, for us, you know, raising money is is key. Um, To go out and, and do what we do in the community to help the people that we help, we have to raise money. So they can go to the website, wdc.org, as workdonecharities.org. You can go to the website. Uh, you can donate on the website. If people live in Atlanta, we have a golf tournament May 5th and 6th here in Atlanta at the Golf Club of Georgia. Parents party on May 5th. That's Cinco de Mayo at Shout. And we're going to play golf at the Golf Club of Georgia, Georgia on that Monday. So if they want to come out, foursomes are $2,500 and get sponsorship packages. It's really going. It's going to be a really good time. I have a lot of great guys that that's going to attend, and I just really would appreciate people just coming out and supporting. And most people think they have to have a million dollars to give, or you know, have a six-figure job. No, just a little bit. You just give a little bit. That's your way of giving back, and we're going to go out and do the rest. So we just want people to come out and support. 
Well, Mr. Dunn, I want to say personally that I admire everything you've done. You've taken uh, a lot of blessings that you've gotten throughout the years, and you're giving back triple to the communities out there. I, I tell you, being a community activist is no longer as popular as it was in the 80s and 70s, but you stand uh, shoulders above in doing what you're doing. I want to thank you so much for everything you do, and, and I know that uh, in the future you're going to affect so many more people. Thank you for coming on the show, sir. I appreciate it, and I, I definitely got to give your ex-wife some kudos because she helped push me where I almost went crazy at times because, you know, she's very knowledgeable, and uh, she helped me launch that program. So I definitely got to give her a lot of kudos, too. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Indeed. Before I let you get out of here, what do you see this program, Betty's Hope, going, say, five years in the future? Where would you like to see it? Well, the first thing I want to do is make sure it's sustainable. And once the program is sustainable, then I can think about maybe adding another mobile unit, picking it up and putting it in another location because it's a great model that we can take across the country in different cities and put it there. We just have to be able have ways to fund it, and once we fund it, we can hire the right people to run the program. Indeed. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Warwick Dunn, Betty's Hope, and others. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, we look forward to speaking with you in the near future. Okay, man. Thank you. Okay.